Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to On Air with Russell of Hotels, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell Hotels, live radio show, live radio, Zoom, Facebook live show. I mean, I have to throw all those in there, right? I always forget that. And I'm just having a darndest time. I don't know why I can never, you know, stream it live to my, um, my Facebook live, my Facebook page or whatever. But anyway... Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, I got it now. Okay, for some reason, I, it's like a hit and miss for me when I do it. But anyway, okay, we got it. We're, we're, we're there now. We're there. So um, I was just doing some questions here, and Michelle got me off, um, off my game here. I was, you know, focused already and had all my questions, and then she starts talking before the show, of course, and then now you know, I had to readjust and type some stuff and all that stuff. So she got me out. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. We do appreciate you being here. You're like, you, next to me, you, you've been on this show more than anyone else, right? <laughs> thank you, Russell. Yeah, I think this is the fifth time returning to your show. I, I'm, I'm loving it. Thank you. Wow. Well, 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 I always um, say you're my resident expert on you know, when it comes to like um, um, consulting, as far as getting the job, resume writing, just, you know, business development and, you know, being, you know, keeping things on task. And I mean, you're, you're my sounding board for that. So, I mean, um, I mean, we, we have conversations off air about, you know, some of the things and, and, you know, we always talked about connecting and collaborating and, and that's what we yep. do. So, and that's what it's all about, right? That's what On Air with Russell of, of Hotels is about. It's about the connecting and collaboration of people. Am I correct? Uh, you are absolutely right. <laughs> and you do a darn good job of it. So <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, anyway, let's moving right along. Hello. And thank you again for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. We appreciate it. It's show number 79. 
we're like one show away from another milestone. I don't know what 80 means in the world, but you know, we're almost there. You know what I mean? We're almost there. So we're one show away from there. So, but we got to get through 79 before we can get to 80. So that's fine. Um, but like I said, we're all about connecting and collaboration with people and hashtag hospitality unplugged, which means we talk about anything hospitality, but you know what? We're going to veer off, you know, hospitality, you know, it's, you know, I mean, you know, that's where we, come from that's what we know that's what we're comfortable with but sometimes we got to get outside of our box our comfort you know being comfort comfortable so it's okay to um to to do some new things so and that's what we're gonna do today uh but we're gonna talk about some things but we're gonna get into that but you know but still with that being said that's where i come from right i come from home to the hospitality space so of course the stuff i'm gonna talk about is some industry news stuff so we're gonna jump into that right now in fact I was supposed to mention this last week, but it's okay because I'm a week away from this webinar. Okay, webinar for my this is for my hotel sales peeps. Okay, sales people, you know, I'm, that's jargon. Peeps, um, how to stand out? How to stand out to third party meeting planners? And third party meeting planners are hotel site selection people. I, I like to say I'm a hotel site selection person, not a meeting planner. You know, so that's what I am. But it's a webinar. It's hosted by. Uh, Michelle Avery Murphy, not this Michelle, this is Michelle Carlin, Michelle Avery Murphy, who is the CEO, president, and just the groovy chick uh, with Avery Murphy LLC. So uh, my job is to make sure um, I'm I'm promoting it, okay, because this is my week. It's coming up. It's next week. So if you want to know how to stand out to third-party meeting planners or meeting professionals like myself, you know, in your hotel, you're, you're a supplier, you're a DMO or whatever, uh, you need to tune into this. So how do you get it? There's a link, and, and this is a little homework you have to do. Okay, so I'm going to have you do this. Go to my website, which is russellofhotels.com, www.russellofhotels.com. Click on, once you get to the site, click on where it says uh, partnerships. Click on partnership, and then the first thing you'll see is an Avery Murphy um, uh, link. And just click on that, or you'll see the logo and the link right below that. Just click on that, and it takes you into the, the page, and you can sign up and register and all that stuff. So it's going to be next Tuesday, October 27th, and it's at 3 p.m., 3 p.m. PST, which is Pacific Standard Time, okay, for people that didn't know that. It's 6, six o'clock if you're on the, on the East Coast, okay, just so you know, right? And Central Time, it's two hours, you know, that's uh, be, uh, was at uh, 2 o'clock, right? No, I'm sorry, not 2 o'clock. It'll be 4 o'clock. If you're a central standard time. Am I right, Michelle? You're like looking like I'm your puzzle. Like, what the heck is you, he saying? You, lo- you lost me, Russell. <laughs> anyway, it's point three is o'clock. Get to the website and register. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah, that's the takeaway here. Yes. So, like I said, once again, how to stand out to third-party meeting planners. Uh, this is for my hotel peeps. In 30 days or less. I, I missed that. I'm sorry. Let me start this again. How to stand out to third-party meeting planners in 30 days or less. Michelle Murphy is the facilitator or the host of the webinar. It's next Tuesday, October 27th, 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. There you go. Go to my website, russellofhotels.com. You'll see uh, under partnership. You'll see the Avery Murphy logo right below that. There is the link. Link. Click on that, and there you go. 
boom, there you go. I'm not saying anything else about it because every time I keep saying something, it doesn't sound right. Um, let me ask you this, Michelle. Do you have an SSI number? And this has to do with LinkedIn. Do you I, know I about that? you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I literally was sitting at lunch and I'm like, he's going to ask me about SSI. I know it. On my to-do list. On oh, my oh, so you don't have one. So you don't have one. I have not checked it since your announcement last week. Okay. Well, I'm glad somebody <laughs> listens and, and, and knows what it, I guess, an idea of what it is. I'm sorry. I've been talking a, a lot already and I'm already a little parched. <laughs> Uh, so SSI, what does SSI even mean? SSI, and this has to do with LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, of course, is a, a social media platform for business people or entrepreneurs or, or whatever. Um, so it's, it stands for Social Selling Index. It measures the impact of your social selling efforts with LinkedIn and how effective you are at establishing your professional brand. So my score, and when I first started doing this, my score was, um, and it gives you a dashboard or whatever, and it's free to at least check your initial score. Now, if you want to, you know, uh, you can subscribe to it and you get a lot more in-depth information. Well, I didn't, I I have not, uh, I haven't taken that route yet, but I have received my score. So when I first started, I was like at 70. Well, they, they give you some things that, you know, you're deficient. You can see where you're deficient based mm-hmm. on the dashboard. So I started doing some other things and I was number 70 when I first started, 70 out of a hundred. And then um, I was always, you know, top 1% as far as the industry is concerned, people within the industry or my industry, hospitality industry. And then I was 5% uh, within my network. That's the rank that they give you. Um, so top 5%, I was in that top 5% percentile. So now I checked it again just today, right? Now I'm at 71 out of 100. And now I'm still top 1% of, of within the industry. But now I'm in the top 4% of, um, of my network. So of my network of 26,000 people. So I'm in the top 4% of that. So isn't that cool? I mean, yeah, I mean, it works, right? I mean, I think, I mean, it's not the end all be all for anything, but you know, I, I think I made me feel good. What do you think? I think it's a good thing to focus on. And congratulations. Okay. I'm pretty sure your score is higher than mine. <laughs> well, we're going to see. Well, we're going to see today. After we out. get out of this, we're going to find out today. Up. When we hang up, I'm going to look. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it measures a couple of different things, four categories. Uh, establishing your professional brand is one. Finding the right people. Engage with insights and building relationships. So it, it kind of scores you on th- those four different categories. So it's interesting. So I just, you know, I found out about it from a webinar and I'm on a webinar at least twice a week now. And, yep. you know, you have all this time and you might as well try to educate yourself. And, you know, we're going to get into some of this stuff in, in a couple of minutes with this Michelle Carlin. She's going to talk about, she's going to share some quotes with us and all this stuff. Or at least I'm going to throw out a quote that she <laughs> threw out to me yesterday. I was like, what? You just pull that out just like that? But anyway, we're yeah. going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, I always say book direct, right? When you're making hotel reservations, book direct, okay? But I'm going to throw something else on there. Book direct, but hotels, make sure you deliver on your promises. Whatever the promises are, you know, if that's we're, you know, during this whole COVID thing, we're, we're, we're taking all these precautions to make sure you're safe. Well, make sure we're doing that. Cause I've been hearing stuff that, um, 
you know, people are checking in and they, you know, how they say, uh, you know, we're sealing your room after it's been cleaned and all this and that there's a tape over it and all this kind of stuff. Um, but that's not the case in some, with some hotels and I'm talking brands. I'm not talking just uh, independent hotels. I'm talking about major brands that say they're doing this and, and their people are checking in and that's not the case. So we want people. And I just, like I said, I was just on this, I didn't say this, but I was on a, a webinar previous to, to our, my show and um, they were talking about, you know, delivering the promise. They were basically saying that people are checking in and things are not happening. So, Make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do, what we say we're going to do. It's on your website. And what's up? What I guess what I was leading to, that um, Booking Direct is going up. I mean, the, the trend is up. People are actually going to the hotel's website um, and, and Booking Direct, So, which is great. But what's not great is that we're not delivering on our promises. So if we're, say, we're cleaning because of COVID and all this kind of stuff, uh, we need to make sure we're doing that. Okay, so... Uh, there, sh- there should be no excuses for not taking care of that business. So I don't know what happened to my computer over there, but it stopped. So I had to do something to it. Um, so make sure we're doing that. Workcations. What, are they, what's, what the heck is a workcation? Is that like a staycation? Yeah, okay. You got workcation. You got staycations. You got, has anybody thought about this though? Okay. We ha- you say you have kids, right? You have a family, whatever. Um, and, you know, b- back in the day when we were, when kids were going to school, you know, you, you know, you have to wait for holidays to, you know, take your kids, you know, whatever, away for the weekend or whatever. But why are we doing that now? Okay. Because it's distance learning, right. For kids. So it doesn't matter where you are. They all have laptops now. Right. So you can go anywhere. You can, you know, drive 300 miles away or whatever, go up, you know, central California or whatever, take the kids with you. The school goes with you wherever you go as long as you have your laptop and you have a Wi-Fi connection. Why aren't hotels jumping on that? Right? I mean, appeal to the family, not just the, 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 because the workcation is like, you know, okay, I'm an entrepreneur and I work from home and I want to get out of the house, right? So I'll go maybe during the day, I'll, you know, uh, take advantage of being a, on a workcation, but only for the day. And I'm getting out of my home office and I'm taking it to a hotel where they have Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. I got that part of it. But what about for the kids? You know, you're taking everybody, taking the whole family with you. They go into a, maybe you leave the room and they stay in the room. Um, or maybe you get a ma- meeting space. I don't know. Maybe they can do that in the lobby. I don't know as a family, but everyone's doing, everybody has their headphones. Like I have my headphones on. They're doing their work, but they're just not at home. What do you think about that? Well, you know what? I just took a trip to Utah. So I saw lots of families. So I think people are doing that. Um, And I also stayed at a branded property, which Mm -hmm. was relatively clean. Uh, I will tell you, I did not see any tape up on doors that were being cleaned, like like Mm -hmm. some of them are talking about or what Mm -hmm. you have mentioned. So Hmm. interesting. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, I mean, there's, I guess I'm saying there's, there's opportunity yeah. to promote, sure. um, you know, because of the COVID. I mean, people are traveling. They're traveling within. Um, they're doing the um, drive market, which I always say uh, 300. And what I found out they're doing, like, they'll go up to 300 miles away from where they live is what they'll mm-hmm. do. So, you know, those people need to 
people are spending more time on social media. And in fact, I'm going to say that social media usage is up seven minutes over 2019. So we're on social media at least seven minutes more than we were same time last year. So what are we going to do as, as a strategy? We need to make sure we market or promote our brands or whatever that brand is. If that's a hotel, if that's whatever it is, if your law firm, whatever it is, we, you need to promote it and, and take advantage of that. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, is your hotel open? If it is open, are you, did you go back to work? We need to create some FOMO, right? We want to make sure we're creating FOMO. What does FOMO stand for, Michelle? Fear of missing out. There you go. Okay, so make sure <laughs> we are creating that FOMO through social media. Every salesperson should have a social media account for your hotel. If you're working, you should have that. That's the minimum you should have, right? What do you mm-hmm. think about that? I've always, I've always said that. People used to think I was crazy when I said that some years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, why would me on that? I'm like, come on, Bill, think about it. You know, it, so we'll get into this. I know because you have this question lined up for me, but it's really about your personal brand um, extends to whatever position you have. And I know we like to separate work and, and personal, but in all reality, in this day and age, that's just not how it works. So it's one and the same. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. We're going to get to that in a minute. Non-meat eats. The other day, I'm not going to go a lot into non-meat eats today, but I had some fried shiitake mushrooms. And guess what they taste like? What do you think they taste like? No idea. Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say chocolate. I don't know. It tastes like chicken. So if you get an opportunity to fry some, everyone knows I'm non-meat eats, right? So, um, I had some, I happened to have some mushrooms and I did, I think uh, the day after it was Tuesday, it was Tuesday, last Tuesday. Um, I had some extras from my taco Tuesday, right? So I said, I'm going to take these and dredge them in a little flour lightly. And then I'm going to put them in my air fryer, right? I put them in the air fryer. They came out perfect and they taste like chicken. They're crunchy, like little nuggets. (laughs) Yeah. So they're pretty good. They're, They're pretty good. So try that. If you can try that. Um, are you swerving? Are you reinventing yourself? Swerving is the new P word. So instead of pivot, which I don't use, but I have to use it for people that may be listening for the first time. Like what the hell is swerving? Well, (laughs) swerving is actually pivoting. So, um, so are you swerving? Are you reinventing yourself? I mean, we need to do those things. Uh, my mom, I mentioned last week, my mom actually swerved the other day. I'm like, what? Yeah. She, she texts me and says, uh, do you Zoom? This is, she asked me, right? I said, yeah, I Zoom. I said, I, you know, the show's on Zoom, which she, what she watches, right? And she goes, well, how is it done? I need to learn. Those are her, those are her questions. She texts those to me. So I've been trying to teach her how to do the whole Zoom thing because instead of going to like appointments or whatever, like I guess you needed it for maybe going to, instead of going to the doctor, you know, they would do Zoom calls. So she wanted to be well-versed on Zoom. So when that time comes up, I said, that's all right. I mean, I like that. So there you go. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to pass a lot of stuff here. Um, But I do have to mention that, um, what do I need to, oh, I want to thank Professor Ryan Giffen, last week's, uh, Professor Ryan Giffen, last week's guest. He's a professor at Long Beach State, PhD in human resources. So he had a lot of stuff to talk about. And the interesting thing is that we knew so many people. I, I never had met Ryan before other than a couple minutes before the show, last, last week's show. But we know some of the same people. He came up in the same time. Well, 
maybe a couple years after I did. But he went to he um, knows a lot of people from Cal Poly because he's yeah. done some things there, and um, he also knew people with Marriott that I used to work with as well. So I mean, it was great. I mean, it was just one of those things. But anyway, introduction of today's guest and topic: Miss Michelle Carlin, CEO and President of Align Alignment Advising. Gosh, ooh, I can't even speak today. Michelle Carlin is the founder and president of Alignment Advising. With over two decades of career experience, she is dedicated to helping businesses by creating a long-term strategy, growing sales and revenue, implementing process improvements, develop, developing organizational infrastructure, and improving the client and employee experience. She also helps individuals advance their professional development and gain clarity, confidence, and direction along their career paths. She holds a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration from California State Polytechnic University, Pomona. <laughs> Cal Poly Pomona, okay? Cal Poly Pomona, come on. Your alma mater. <laughs> that's right, that's right. We we both went there. In we fact, Michelle went there before I did. Yeah, Michelle went there before <laughs> I did. But anyway. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With, profes- <laughs> with professional experience in hospitality, travel, tourism, and property management. Ms. Carlin has cultivated a diverse expertise in representing and supporting a variety of business types and managing diverse teams. Ms. Carlin applies her unique ability to dial into what prevents businesses and individuals from attaining optimum performance and has a passion for translating those findings into strategic planning and practical solutions. She quickly pulls direction and establishes order from parts that seemingly don't connect and bring them to into superior working alignment. Oh my God, I'm out of breath now. And that's today's show. Thank you so much for joining. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but without further ado, we'd like to welcome again for the fifth time, Miss Michelle Carlin to the show. Thank oh, you. Russell. Thank you. Thank you for that fine introduction. <laughs> of course, of course. So in a nutshell, before we get into the topic and everything, what what do you do? I mean, how do you help out? How do you help out brands? How do I help out brands? Well, I help out anyone. And, you know, most people don't think of them as a brand. They don't think of their company as a brand. Um, but you are exactly correct. We are brands walking around in a marketing world. Uh, So what I do is I help organizations and individuals achieve their success by overcoming roadblocks, uh, readjusting resources. I support them, um, organizations, mostly from a marketing, sales, and operational perspective. And then I also coach individuals uh, in their professional development. So that can be uh, training on how to be a better leader, how to prioritize time, and how to... uh, transition through a career change, um, which I know is is our hot topic today. So I provide training and support uh, with all of those things. Very good. Very good. Good to hear. Okay. So how should one make their brand stand out? All right. So here's the thing, right? Our When we're in our digital world and we're on social media, uh, even as we grow up, we go to school and we're taught that you want to be like this and you want to do that and you should attain this and you should be, um, you know, become this when you grow up. And I challenge that. And I say, you need to figure out what sets yourself apart. 
particularly in the job search process. And uh, so you need to embrace your authentic self. A lot of people have a hard time doing that. They, they feel a little bit uncomfortable. They're not used to really focusing on what it is that they do really well. And I actually coach people through that process. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this is a quote that I got yesterday. Okay. And I want you to help me understand this. Uh, the secret to success is working with someone who is further along than you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was, you know, that was, that was right on point. I was like, and you had just pulled it out. It wasn't like, you know, you we had thought about talking, it. You we were having a conversation. We were just, just having a conversation. It just came out. I'm like, what is she just yeah. this wordsmith just walking around just dropping knowledge here nuggets of knowledge and and philosophizing and things like that but no that was that hit it right on that, that hit it so and you mentioned you know during the conversation you said a lot of people don't want i don't know if they don't want to want help or maybe i i don't know ex- explain what you said to me yesterday so Please. So we were talking about how people, um, you know, there's a lot of people in transition at this moment in time, right? Um, particular to the hospitality industry, but in a lot of different industries. And they have suddenly been thrown in a situation where they were in a position for, you know, sometimes beyond 10, 20 years. And now they're like, okay, my industry's collapsing. Now what do I do? I, I, you know, this is what I know. This is what I've done. Um, and it's, it's a very difficult thing to be in that place. If you've ever been out of work, it's very unsettling. Um, and so the reason I shared that quote with you, which I've now written down, because as you know, Russell, I started writing some quotes for myself and I'm sharing those with the world, but, um, to get over very difficult periods of time in your life, whether it's personally, professionally, what have you, you need to have someone that guides you. And a lot of times we want to do things on our own because we want to prove that we can do it. And that's not to say that you can't. It's just when you work with someone who's actually further down the path of the path that you want to go on, they will lend a helping hand. They will be that light in a dark tunnel and they'll say, nope, not that step, step this way and come forward. And so that's what I accomplish when I work with folks individually as well as businesses. But that is what I recommend in my um, interactions with folks, whether I you know, officially work with them or not. And it's also something that I've done in my own life, particularly in the last 10 years and most recently in the last couple of years where I started my own business, I've worked with a number of coaches and working with those coaches has enabled me to be where I'm at today. So that's where that quick quote came from, Russell. <laughs> it was very good. It was, and it was, so, ti- <laughs> it was so timely. So that, that was great. Um, so let's get into, I have a couple of questions. Um, resume writing. I know you're big on resume writing. You assist people with um, maybe getting out of their own way when it comes to writing their resume. So what do you, what do you focus in on that? And what should people focus on when updating a resume? Because a lot of times people already have a resume, but they, you know, have to dust it off after mm-hmm. 10, 20 years mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is. So what advice would you give for those people? Uh, well, there's a couple of things. Um, a quick few tips is that, uh, 
recognize that your resume is more than just your work history. So you're really having an opportunity to present who you are as the person and what it's like to work with you in a business environment. And you wanna be able to articulate that on your resume. Um, a number of people focus on you know, their job tasks or what they did at, at specific jobs in the past, and that's fine, but I like to encourage folks to really have a strong summary statement of qualifications, um, communicate your transferable skill set, and communicate your attributes, exactly what that looks like. Again, I help with that process. Um, all of this is, is very important on how it's written and how it comes across. Because when you're someone who is, you know, an HR representative or a recruiter and you're looking at resumes, you're looking for things that stand out. And you're also looking for that quick snapshot of who this person is. So those are some things that you can work on to upgrade your resume. Now what, um, and this has to do writing um and i'm not real well versed on this um so say I, I i because a lot of people apply well everything is online now right mm -hmm. so are there certain keywords that you have to have in your resume these days moving forward because i can't imagine these days you know one person going through a, a thousand resumes right so like you said they i mean they have to stand out but is there some I, from what I understand, there's algorithms that will pick out certain things or keywords, key phrases or whatever. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Um, it's always things like, you know, um, analyzed, developed, implemented, uh, exceeded. Those, those words get picked up and you can do a Google search and research that for yourself. Um, but there are key words. And if you look at the job description of the job that you're applying for, you want to make sure that when you customize your resume, and I do recommend that people customize their resume, it's a pain, I know, um, for each position that you're applying for, unless it's exactly like the one that you previously applied for. Um, you really want to take the keywords that are in the job description and put that somewhere in your resume. Of course, you want to be honest about what it was that you've done, um, but it should align and it should match up. Very good. Very good. Now, um, what about you using social media to, to get your personal brand out there? I think that's a good idea. Um, I would suggest and recommend that it's done very purposefully and carefully. Um, I've noticed a, a number of people are, you know, putting this hashtag open to work and they're saying they lost their job on LinkedIn, which there's nothing wrong with that. However, I would encourage uh, individuals to take a look at maybe telling more of a story and a story of, you know what, I spent 20 years with Marriott as a sales manager one of my greatest accomplishments that I look forward to bringing to a new organization is my ability to always exceed my sales goals. And that's your post rather than I lost my job, I'm open to work, you know, can someone help me? It's a very different message. It's very direct. And how you present yourself on social media, as I mentioned earlier, um, personal and professional do get integrated together. They are your brand. So whatever company you're representing, 
is your brand. And if you're not currently representing a company, you want to post things that would reflect the type of lifestyle that someone who works at that company that you want to work at would be doing. Um, I tell people, and I, I shake my head sometimes the things that I see on Facebook, if you would not say these things face-to-face -to, -face to someone, do not post them on social media because employers are Googling and they're, they're looking at your social media accounts, especially when you're in the interview process and they wanna know what kind of person is this on the outside, how they spend their free time, what pictures are they posting? These are all things, again, if you wouldn't do this in front of someone, don't do it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> do not do it on social media. It's very detrimental. It really is. Mm, wow. Okay. Well, see, that's that's good to that's good to know. It's good to hear too. I mean, I <laughs> I see some of the darnest things on social media that people will post. Or yeah. So I do too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But obviously, they don't need a job, so they're not well, interviewing. So you know, and and here's the caveat. <laughs> Of course, post pictures of your friends and your family, but, you know, be within reason. Again, if you're doing it behind closed doors, don't don't blast it on social media. You only put the things that you would do face-to-face -face with someone. Exactly. Okay. Um, getting the interview. So I've had Michelle help me with my resume, and now I have an interview. Um are there, should you, of course, you should be ready for the interview. What kind of questions should you, I guess, ask yourself, right? Because, the, you know, because the employer is going to ask you, I mean, what kind of questions should you be ready for, especially if you haven't interviewed in a long time? Right. Well, there's always the standard questions of where do you see yourself in five years and what, what do you think your weaknesses are? People can't stand that question, right? Those are pretty general questions. I would say if you're prepping for an interview, um, you need to be sure what problems you are going to be able to solve in this position that you're applying for. So you need to know what your authentic um, uh, skill set is and how you would solve that by bringing that to the company. Um, if you're interviewing for a position that is a little bit different than some of your past experiences, you need to know how to articulate your past experience and how that's applicable to this new type of role that you would be in. So there's, there's no one particular question. It's just really having the confidence and knowing how to tell your own story. And part of telling your own story, you really need to practice with someone. You can practice with someone like myself as a coach, or you can practice with a friend about what some of your greatest accomplishments have been in your career. Now, getting back to the resume again, um, how far should you go back into your working career? Because, I mean, I've been to a bunch of hotels, right? So it <laughs> spans, you know, 20 years. But should you go back 20 years or should you? It, it's not necessary. I, I suggest 10 years at max 15. If you've had a lot of different positions, say, for instance, you were promoted three times within the same company, there's no need to list out your full job description for each of those people. Um, you can list the titles of the lower positions and then list the job description or your results that you provided in the most recent position with that company. Does that make sense? Yeah. Of course, okay. Of course. Yeah. 
salary, benefits, or those questions? Because, you know, people always say, well, when should I ask these questions? You know, should I ask them on the first interview? Uh, and I always say, well, the first interview, they're trying to just figure you out, you know, to see if you're the if you're worthy enough for a second interview. Mm-hmm. Um, then because these days, I mean, it takes six months to, to even get hired these days. And and God knows how many interviews you have to go through, especially right. now with, you know, with Zoom and things like that. So um, what would you say about that? Well, there's a couple of things to keep in mind. Uh, when you're applying for these positions, it'll usually say what salary means. I think it's reasonable if you felt the, that the interview went well in the first round to say, you know, can you give me an idea or a range of, of what this position is looking for? Um, mostly it's talked about in second interviews. And I say that all these things are negotiable. Um, so again, you have to be confident. You have to know what your value is. You have to know what you're worth. And when when they start that conversation, that's probably the best case scenario, but it doesn't mean that you can't ask somewhere along this process. And it's all dependent upon, you know, really the personalities that you're dealing with and, and who these people are. You might be dealing with an HR manager from the get-go, and then you advance to an interview round with a group of panelists. It just all depends, and you need to be able to be discerning about the process. Gotcha. Okay. Now, a big topic. Well, we are, but we're yeah. going to switch. We'll switch a little bit. Now, we're going to go from just general questions to people that are transitioning from the hospitality industry into other industries. Because um, a lot of people are doing it. I mean, I know people, you know people that have done it. Uh, what advice would you give them? And are there certain, and you talked about this on, you did a webinar, which was, I attended and it was very well presented, I might add. And yeah. um, with HSMAI and, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but anyway, what, what was I, you what was I going to say? You want to know what people should focus on if they're looking at transitioning out to a different industry. <sighs> yeah, that wasn't it. But yeah, we'll, we'll go with that for now. It's not? Well, that's what I heard you say. <laughs> I'm joking, Michelle. Yeah, go with it. Go with it. <laughs> Well, so I encourage people to look at what are similar type industries, especially if you have been in hospitality and you really enjoy um, the idea of hospitality, you look at similar like businesses. And I say similar like businesses, meaning business models. So anything that is community management, property management, which would be one in the same, um, you know, being a manager of an apartment complex. Um, senior living is very similar because essentially you're trying to fill that senior community, um, fill those rooms up, and there's food and beverage involved in that. So if you're a chef, you may consider applying for a position at a senior community complex. Those are similar type business models. Um, other ones that people are transferring to outside of hospitality is recruiting, particularly if you were a salesperson at a hotel or you are a salesperson at a CVB, you may also look at relocation companies. So there's companies that specifically help organizations move employees from one location to another. And so that would be close to um, like what a CVB person does when they show around the destination to a meeting planner. Um, So those are like industries that you might be able to look at. A lot of your skill set with those is the same terminologies. 
but there, there is, if you're transferring into other positions that maybe you have nothing to do with and aren't similar at all, then you need to look at being able to put on your resume more of your um, overarching skill sets. So anything related to analytics, you know, are you a problem solver? Um, can you analyze data? Um, look at communications. How do you communicate? Are you an effective communicator in writing? Um, do you have leadership skills? Can you coach people? Uh, can you manage conflict resolution? And then technical skills. Are you um, proficient in certain softwares? Can you set up AV equipment? These are all things that could transfer to other industries as well. You just need to be able to um, communicate more from a general perspective. I like that. I like that. So even if I'm a say a meeting planner, what 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 are my skill sets as a meeting planner? I mean, general, not mine <laughs> specifically. Uh, well, your if, skill yeah. sets as a meeting planner, Russell. Um, you specifically, or just meeting planners? I just can answer. Meeting planners in general. Just <laughs> meeting planners in general. <laughs> Thank hey, you. we're we're having fun here. So <laughs> a meeting planner really. Um, has a, a huge scope of what they're able to do. Um, they are project managers. They know how to manage budgets. Um, they know how to measure ROI. Uh, they are able to use software for registration, those types of things. Uh, they're able to um, create events, which is really part of marketing and business development and creating awareness of a brand. So I view event planning more from the marketing subset. It's a it's a subset of marketing. If that answers your question, I hope. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, you answered it. So okay. So those are all the questions I had. So That's what it. else? Yeah, that, I didn't have a lot of questions. I mean, that just hit it on the head. But I I want you to expound sure. on um, you know, for your business. Uh, for what you do, um, what, I mean, there's no perfect client and things like that, but uh, what types of businesses and organizations have you worked for? Just so people can know, um, mm -hmm. okay, Michelle can do this. Michelle does this. Michelle does that. Um, um, Cause I just want to make sure you get an opportunity to talk about you now and talk thank about you. alignment advising. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I'm going to start with the individuals first, because I work with individuals who are entry level in their career, career excuse me, mid-level in their career and more at the executive level. So I've coached people who are new to the workforce from, you know, coming out of college to people who have been in for about 10 years and then people who are at the executive level that are looking to really um, optimize how they're serving their company and how they're serving in board capacities uh, with volunteer organizations. So I coach people on a customized basis. There's no one size fits all. Um, I do an initial 30 minute consultation, which I am extending Russell as an offer on your show. So anyone that contacts me um, after this, after they've watched this, they will receive 30 minutes free consultation to understand what your goals are with your career, where, where you would like to go, what you feel is preventing you from getting there. And then um, if you choose to work with me, what I do is I come up with an action plan of where you want to go and how we're going to get there. And I walk you through that process. Mostly I do 
resume writing, again, coaching with job search and interview, but then I also focus on time and prioritization management and leadership development. And that involves um, certain materials that go along with it, but it's all customized based on what your needs are. Um, I typically charge by the hour. And so that is something you can choose to have one hour session or you can have 10 one hour sessions. It's completely up for whatever it is that you choose. From a business perspective, oh, and I'm sorry, one, one quick thing. I work with individuals in all industries. So mostly my expertise is in hospitality, but I've worked with folks that were in professional services like accounting or data analyst type work. So I, I look at anyone in any industry. From a business perspective, again, my expertise is in the CVB world, the DMO space. I worked for six different destinations. And I, within that, I've worked with museums and restaurants and attractions and hotels and tour companies. Um, I've also worked with uh, managing associations. I've worked with retail. Um, so again, it's very open-ended. My expertise, of course, in the, the last 20 some years of my career have been in tourism. But generally, any type of business strategy applies to any industry. Thank you. Thank you. No yeah, problem. what I wanted to um, say earlier, and I didn't because I, I wanted to get to meet of this whole show was <laughs> to, to speak with Michelle, right? Um, it had to do with, um, you know, yeah, our backgrounds are hospitality management for the most part. But like Michelle just alluded to, that um, she can help in any industry. It Does, doesn't matter what it is. Uh, and I, I wanted to echo that as well because, I mean, I do a lot of marketing, specifically digital marketing uh, via social media. Um, but, you know, because my company name is Russell of Hotels, you know, <laughs> sometimes people say, well, you only can help out hotels. Well, no, that was just, that's just my brand. And, but Russell can do anything. Russell can transition from, you know, hospitality to financial to whatever, whatever you need assistance with as far as marketing is concerned or whatever other stuff that I do, um, you know, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to assist. Whatever you need help with, we are here to assist. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. So it's about connecting and collaborating. And if I can't figure it out, I'll find someone else that, that, that can help you. So well, so exactly. You it's about leveraging your network. And that actually goes back to the topic of job search. Leverage mm -hmm. your network, whether, you know, you think you want to or not, the more that you can talk to people and collaborate with them and let them know um, what it is that you're looking for in a job, the better, because you're going to have more eyes and ears keeping, you know, tabs on possible opportunities that might be your next job. Um, so same with your business, leveraging your network. That's what you and I do, Russell. We collaborate together. We, we bounce ideas off each other. And um, ultimately, we're better able to reach our own goals by doing that. You are correct. You are mm -hmm. correct. Because, um, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know everything. I, God knows I, I, <laughs> I think I do. I, I God knows I think I do, right? I but, know. But, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it always helps to, to collaborate with other people, you know, bounce things off of people. Um, I mean, with you, I mean, I've done it with M Michelle Murphy. I've done it with Sam mm -hmm. Thompson, who's been on the show before, mm -hmm. uh, Victor Simmons, who's in, uh, you know, diversity and inclusion. I don't know a lot of that stuff. So, I'm, you know, I 
I ask the experts, you know, the, the people I deem experts in certain things, uh, business development, you know, I'm going to call you. I mean, HR, resume writing, you're the first person I think about when it comes to that stuff. So, um, so, so it makes sense. It makes sense to have a network of people, especially when you're in this, this way, you don't feel like you're on an island by yourself. When you say entrepreneur, um, mm-hmm. That means you're alone for the most part. That means mm-hmm. <laughs> the buck stops and starts with you, right? But there's other entrepreneurs that do they're doing the same thing, or there's not necessarily doing the same things, but they have an expertise in some things that you may need. So you have to have a tribe of people, if you will, yes. that are good at certain things. And that, it goes back to your quote. And what was your quote again, Michelle? You don't remember the secret. <laughs> wow. I know what my quote was. I'm waiting for you to say it. Speechless. I, it's better if someone else says it. The, the secret, secret to success, success is, is working with someone who is further along than you are. So I'm going to use, I'm going to keep using that. That's not you make just sure for you the quote day. me though. You got to quote me. Of course. Why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> wow. 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 That's interesting. So, I'm out of questions, okay, which is the first right. time I've ever, but we can, we still have a couple of minutes here. So I love it. I'm going to give you the floor. You can talk it. about yourself, your your business, um, <clears throat> your contact information. How would someone get a hold of Michelle thank Carlin? At you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Way to get a hold of me is to email me, Michelle, M I C H E L L E, at alignmentadvising.com. You can also visit my website and fill out my contact form, alignmentadvising.com. You can contact me by phone at 805-233-7626. And I, again, would love the opportunity to hear from anyone that's listening uh, to receive a 30-minute consultation with me complimentary. You know, Russell, one of the things that I wanted to mention about the job search, going back to that and resume writing um, so that we can close this out properly, is that I want people to know they should be planning for best case scenarios, worst case scenarios, and everything in between. And so what that means is you have to really dive deep. You got to look at where you're at. Look at where you think you're going, where you think you want to be three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, and so on, and kind of plan backwards. Um, Keep in mind, you should be open to any possibilities. You just don't know when the next job's going to come your way. It could be through a friend's connection. It could be meeting someone at a grocery store. You just never know. So be open-minded. Um, be willing to learn. I know you're great at this is, you know, watching different webinars, but maybe taking some certifications online. A lot of um, institutions are offering that at a very uh, discounted cost or complimentary. Um, And then know how to motivate yourself, right? Because especially when you're in transition, whether with your business or in your career, you have to know how to stay on your game. It's easy to, to get down and, and feel like, man, I, you know, I've had all these interviews and I've applied for all these jobs and nothing's happening for me. You got to know who your crew is that you can count on that will help lift you up and stay positive. And then uh, I would make sure you ask yourself what your risk tolerance is. So if you're more of a risk taker, you can try different things and see what works really well for you. 
that applies personally and, you know, as a business, um, but know where you're at on that scale. If you're risk adverse, mm, you know, I encourage you to, to have someone try and help you come out of that because the more that you can tolerate risk, the more opportunities are going to come your way. Wow. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, I have another quote for you. Are you ready? Yes. Ready for this one? Okay. It's a block is an opportunity in disguise. A block. A block. When you hit a roadblock. Oh, okay. Okay. An, an opportunity for what? Is an opportunity in disguise. So oftentimes people feel like, gosh, I'm stuck in this place. I, mm. you know, this happened to me and I thought I was going this direction. And now I don't know how to navigate forward. Um, it's an opportunity to develop yourself, to grow, to look at things from a different perspective and to try something new. I like that. That's just like this whole COVID thing is a block, right? And people, people just, you know, like, oh my God, what, what am I going to do now? But mm -hmm. now, you know, you navigate, you, you, pivot or you swerve to do other you swerve, things. yeah yes yes so that that's good and i mean i've been i've done the same thing I'm, even before covid i was doing the whole pivot and swerving thing but one thing that's come out of this for me and this you know it comes back to me being um you know i don't eat like i said a lot of people know that i don't eat meat okay i'm a vegan i have i'm a plant-based with vegan ways right All so right. During this whole thing, I, I wasn't coming up preparing a lot of vegan dishes until this thing happened, which means I can't go to restaurants, so I have to start creating things, right? So I started looking at menus. I started watching webinars about different things. I mean, I, you know, and I kind of immersed myself into making these vegan or plant-based dishes, which now if you look, follow me on Instagram or whatever, I start, I mean, I'll show you, you know, the dishes mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, so, I mean, that all came because of this. So if it wasn't because of this block, who knows what I'll be doing? I'll still be eating out, I guess. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's all about opportunity. And and that's one of my uh, things is, you know, as we go towards the end of the year, I always like to look at what I accomplished throughout the year. And I know 2020 has been just absolutely mad and crazy. Um, but I've developed so many um, connections with people that I would have never met, um, opportunities to volunteer with different organizations, and it's all because of the pandemic. So I look at things as opportunities instead of, you know, okay, that's it, you're done. There's a block and you, you can't get around it. There's always a way to get around it. You just have to figure it out. And that's what my company helps you do. Wow. And you know what? We're going to drop the mic, uh, Michelle. Mic drop. Okay. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, hmm. I was on today with Michelle Carlin with Alignment Advising. Okay. So she gave us a lot of knowledge, a lot of information. So um, if you just now tuning in, um, I do put these videos or the show on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, as well as Instagram as well. So, um, so make sure you tune in. If you missed the whole, if you missed part of it and you want to see it in its entirety, please look forward to those being on those, uh, platforms. So thank you so much, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Russell. It's a pleasure always. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate you making the time to, to be on the show.
um, at least the, the five times. So, and something <laughs> tells me that there'll be another show coming up with you on it. And, <laughs> and I know when I'm going to take a day off from, uh, you know, taking a vacation from the show, I know who will be the, uh, my guest host. So there you go. Uh, so. <laughs> well, there you go. See, collaboration. <laughs> That's what it's all about. So anyway, so thank you everyone for being, uh, for joining in, for listening to the show. Thank you again, Michelle. Uh, alignmentadvising.com. If you yep. want information, how to get a hold of Michelle, uh, she can set you, put you in the right direction as far as resume writing. Put you and in alignment. All other stuff. Put you in alignment. There you go. That's yes. all that needs to be said. Said. Put you in alignment. So thank you again for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. Today's Tuesday. So go out and have something non-meat eats. Okay. So I know <laughs> people do the meatless Monday, but today's Tuesday, and I generally you know, reserve this for Taco Tuesday. But if you don't want tacos, just do something that's non-meat eats, okay? And let me know about it, okay? I need to know about what you're eating. Mm -hmm. Michelle, I never asked you this before. And and in closing, I'm going to ask you this. Do you eat non-meat eats? Uh, Other than a salad. I'm not not talking about a salad. No, I don't. I really don't. I, you know, I tend to, to stick to chicken, fish, Okay, I mean, that's fine. Okay. Pasta. And yes, I do have salad without meat. I don't like meat on my salad. It doesn't seem right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give you a laugh okay. at the end of the show. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Well, I'm a it's meat okay eater. to try. It's okay. That's fine. But it's okay every now and then to say, you know what? I'm going to try it. They have this cauliflower, buffalo cauliflower uh-huh. on the menu. It's okay to try it. Okay. Oh, just I will try it. It's just not my, that's not what I. I'm not trying to convert you, Michelle. I'm just I want you to. So. I'm waiting for the shiitake mushrooms, the, the air fried shiitake mushrooms. What do they taste like? Chicken. Tastes like chicken. There you go. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you guys take care. Have a great week. Great day. Great week. And we'll see you next week. Oh, next week. I'm sorry. I'm going to have. Sarah Good, who is a cruise ship activities director. She's like uh-huh. the Julie McCoy. Who remembers Love Boat? Am I, I may be dating yeah. myself here. Do you remember yeah. Love Boat? Yeah. Okay. So Sarah, I met Sarah a couple of years ago uh, at Travel Massive, which is an organization of travel bloggers, you know, travel advisors, whatever, people in travel, um, um, what do you call them, influencers and all these people that do things on social media. So there's a group of us that get together in LA and it's all over the United States, but um, our chapter here in LA. So I met her through that and she's been, she's traveled to the North pole. I mean, Japan, she's living Australia, New Zealand. I mean, so she's going to be on the show next week and she spent a lot of time on a cruise ship. So she's going to be on the show next week. So that should be interesting as well. So you guys join me next week for the show 80th. So that's going to be a great show. So anyway, you guys take care. Thanks again, Michelle. You guys have a great day. And Peace. Peace. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important. Email Russell at Russell at RussellofHotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of value.